Hi there. Welcome to the MomStrong Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Johnson, creator of the MomStrong Method and full-time speaker and coach for working moms who decided to stop believing her own bullshit in order to live her best life. I give it to you straight. I hold you to being your best self, and I can't wait to help you craft your life into something perfectly imperfect. Tune in each week as I share tips, tricks, and motivation for balancing family, a job, and trying to get healthy in this unhealthy world. I'm so glad you're here. So as you may be able to hear, I'm a little bit congested. Um, My five-year-old decided to pass on his daycare cold with me. So that's fun, having a a cold in the middle of summer. Hmm, gotta love kids, gotta love immunity. Um, And also, I do attribute it as well to just having like, still getting used to being fully self-employed and still getting used to having all these days and, you know, trying to balance when to work, when to rest and all these things. So my body and your body as well give you many clues about, hey, sister, slow it down, calm it down. You don't need to do all the things. You don't need to be Wonder Woman 24-7. It's okay to take a rest. So listen to your bodies. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. We are here to talk about the scale. When I say the scale... What comes up in your mind? Are you like, hate that thing? It's the worst. Or are you like, no, I really love the scale. Or are you like, well, I don't really know about the scale because I haven't touched it in years. And so I'll, I'm going to give you a little bit of insight into why I use the scale with the MomStrong method and why you know I believe that the scale can be one really great tool along your journey of trying to get healthy. And I want to start by saying that the scale isn't everything. And BMI can be a bunch of total bullshit. And so the scale for me is more a tool so I can see how my body is reacting to certain other things in my life. And so often people say that the scale or they think that the scale and food are the only two things. So it's like, oh, I ate pizza last night. So now I gained weight or, oh, you know, I had that smoothie in the morning. So now I'm going to lose weight tomorrow. And honest to goodness, nutrition and the scale are one pair of friends, but there are so many other things in the background. And so I do require my clients to use the scale daily. And the reason why we do daily weighing instead of like monthly or weekly, um, I used to be a member of Weight Watchers, they would do weekly weigh-ins. And I, as a very resourceful and tricky woman, would like the three days before weigh-in, I would drink like only water, I would eat only kale, I would basically starve myself, knowing that a weigh-in was coming. And then the day and the afternoon of that weigh-in, I would hit up the drive through and have like three Big Macs and just binge. And that's why you know, that's not promoting healthy diet behavior. So weighing yourself every day as a tool along your weight loss journey and your health journey, I recommend doing it daily instead of every so often. And I definitely recommend doing it on the same scale and make sure it's a scale that you can trust. Um, There's one on Amazon, it's Renfo, R-E-N-P-H-O, and it's a digital scale, I think it's like 30 bucks, you can sync it to your phone. And it does measure other things like, um, like you know, how much water is in your body and all those things. I don't know how much I trust that, but I really do trust the scale, that scale. But either way, I don't care what scale you use. If you're going to use a scale, then you want to make sure that you can trust it. Not one of those ones where you hop on and then two seconds later, you hop on again and it's a different weight. Because then you'll never trust it and you'll just be like, oh, it's up today. Oh, it's a bad day. Oh, I tricked the scale. So you want to have one that you really trust and you only want to use one scale. Don't use the one at your mom's and then your doctor's and then at the gym 
gym and then back at home because they will all be weighing you differently. So have one scale that you weigh yourself on daily. And the reason why I use the scale is because it gives me so much insight. When I have clients, their bodies react differently to all different things, to sleep, to stress, to lack of hydration, to their nutrition, to their movement. And so as you know, anyone who's lifted heavy weights or started a weightlifting program or even running, if you weigh yourself one day and you quote unquote, eat really well, eat perfectly, you may still see a scale gain because your muscles are inflamed. Same thing when you have really high fat, high salty foods that are heavy in carbohydrates. Pizza is a great example. It's one that a lot of my clients, when they do have it, they will see a jump in the scale the next day because it's so, it's not nutrient dense, no matter how many, almost no matter how many vegetables you say you put on it. Um, But it has, it's the perfect mix of high fat, high carbohydrates, and high salt. And those three things are most likely to cause a weight gain for you. And they have two other known inflammatory ingredients, gluten and dairy, two things that typically cause a weight gain or an inflammation of some sort in not everybody, but everybody almost in varying degrees. Some people have really big gluten intolerances or celiac disease Some people are really intolerant to dairy. Some people just get a tummy ache. And some people might not even notice it really unless they have it for a few days straight and they start breaking out. So think about these things that your body is giving you other signs besides just a scale raising. But the scale raising is one clue into that. And no, you didn't gain seven pounds overnight. So if you had like something where something inflamed your body, maybe you had really poor sleep, a stressful day at work, then you had a big workout, you tore up your muscles to make them grow bigger, right? Tearing your muscles is sometimes a good thing right? Um, And then you had pizza for dinner. So that potentially will raise the scale a ton. But it's a combination of those things, not just the pizza, it's something else. And so I use the example of pizza because one of my clients was struggling with that. And then I've also had other clients that have gone out for pizza. And I'm like, well, maybe, you know, this one raise in the scale one day, one spike in the scale does not make me go, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? What did you do yesterday? Because often it's not daily related. And one weight loss day also doesn't make me go, yay, you've lost that weight forever. Because you'll probably tip back and forth. But it should be a steady, a steady weight loss. And speaking of nutrition as well, nutrition does have a big impact on the scale, but not just for the calories in and calories out. That's one thing, right? If you're doing a sustainable program where you're wanting to lose weight, you want to have it at a slow calorie deficit, not something where you are starving for a short amount of time, because then you'll be gaining it back right away when you go back to your normal diet. You want to have one where you're you're doing a calorie deficit of two to 500 calories a day. And then but then what people do is they go out for one night and they have the margaritas and the wings and the nachos and all the things and you're eating so many more calories than you had been slowly depriving yourself of not depriving but slowly um, taking out of your diet and so of course you're going to see a major gain where you felt like you worked so hard to lose these three pounds and then you can gain them overnight because you're eating it so much more of a calorie increase than you were a calorie deficit for a short amount of time for that calorie increase versus a longer amount of time for a slow calorie deficit. I hope that makes sense. And so um, so with the scale, nutrition is tied to it, but not always calories in versus calories out. It can be because you're eating highly inflammatory foods. It can be because you had a bunch of dairy or you had a bunch of gluten or things like that, or like that might be interacting with your system and the scale might not be budging. I had a client that had to go gluten-free or that gets to go gluten-free. She's free from gluten um, because 
she wasn't seeing any weight loss results. And it was like, wow, your tracker looks really good. Your nutrition's good. Your sleep is good. You're managing your stress. You're drinking your water. You're doing some movement. What's going on? And then the second we reduced gluten, she started losing weight because she has an inflammation. Her body's always constantly inflamed when she puts gluten into her body. Now, I don't see gluten fat, gluten-free as a diet trend. Um, unfortunately, it has become one. That's not something that I recommend to people as a weight loss mechanism. However, your body might be reacting to these things and the scale might be spiking up on that. So it's really good to know that about your body. If you track the scale and you track your food, and that's the other thing I want to touch on. The reason why we had the MomStrong journal during the MomStrong method is that we're not like, well, I don't know how you ate or how you slept or drink any water or how was your stress. We track all of these things because those are different levers to help you pull to help you lose weight. And so if you're not tracking any of these things, you're flying blind. So while you might think tracking is an inconvenience or you don't really want to do it or whatever, well, if you want to lose weight and understand why you're losing weight or why you're not losing weight, you need to track. You need that information. And the scale will tell you that as well. It will say, hey, look, when you don't sleep very well, I'm not going to budge because I need to, I'm holding on all the extra fat, all the extra cortisol in my body from the stress that you're putting me under from lack of sleep or from your job stress or from whatever that stress source is. And so when I talk about the scale, it really is one tool, but the only reason why we hate it is because we don't have the information behind it. We don't know why it goes up or why it goes down. We're just like, oh my gosh, it went down, yay, but you have no data, and you think it's because of you ate a salad for lunch yesterday, when maybe it's because you did your meditation and went to bed early, but you don't have the data behind it, and that's why you have to use a journal of some sort to track your sleep, your hydration, your movement, your mindset, your stress, all of these things, as well as your nutrition. So some other things that might be impacting the scale, whether you love it or hate it, here's how to use it as a tool. So other things that you want to keep track of are how you react to stress. So track, I recommend tracking your nutrition, your sleep, your movement, and your mindset work, meditation, all those kind of things, as well as your daily water intake. And so those, those levers are ones that you can pull. Well, I can look at clients' trackers and go, oh, wow, you've slept like crap the last few days. Of course you haven't lost weight. Or some people react to lack of sleep and they do lose weight, but not in a healthy way and their energy is low. And so with that, how your body reacts to stress and stress is, and having a lack of sleep is a form of stress as well. And that's why sleep is queen. And sleep ties to so many things, you guys. I'll do another episode on that again because I think that people need to hear it and need to really like go to bed super early, as early as possible. The second the kids go to bed, you go to bed because it will impact your entire health journey, your mental health, your physical health, your emotional health. So the scale can measure how your body reacts to stress. That can be stress from working out, from stressing your body in a good way, in a healthy way of getting a good hit workout in or doing some weights or some yoga. Your body might react to that and gain weight because of that. Over the long term, as your as the inflammation goes down, as you start doing more workouts and getting less less of the on and off the workout bandwagon where you're super sore for like two weeks and then you don't do it for two weeks and you're back on, that will definitely cause the scale to fluctuate and increase. However, as you keep movement in your daily routine, then that will cause a decrease because you're burning calories so that you're, you're, the inflammation of your muscles is balancing out with the calorie burn. The second thing is, again, that I mentioned before, is foods that might inflame our system. So dairy and gluten are two of the big ones. Um, there's other things, obviously, people are, are allergic to. I recommend if you really are tracking things and you're, you know, you're sleeping well, you're hydrated, you're moving your body, you're eating healthy, and you're not losing weight, I recommend going to a, natu doc to a naturopath doctor or 
a holistic nutritionist to talk about, hey, getting some allergy testing to food because you might have a food intolerance that you don't even really know about or that you might have a hint about that, oh, you get really gassy or your stomach really hurts or you don't poop for three days after you have cheese. Like some of these things are your body's symptoms saying, hey, 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 knock, 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 something's going on. And if you're not listening to it, that will not let the scale go below where you want it to go. Foods that are inflaming your body. So I recommend at the very least trying to reduce dairy and trying to reduce gluten and there's so many studies out there anyways those are known inflammatory agents that almost everybody has some sort of an intolerance to whether it's very subtle or it's very pronounced and then sleep I'll say it again to you guys how much or little we sleep that can impact your scale as well so if you're not getting very good sleep and you feel like you're eating perfectly you're still getting your workout in you're drinking your water go to bed earlier These are all the levers that you can pull to get to a healthier weight, okay? So I want to really say I really promote the scale, but I don't promote it blindly. And I don't promote it as the only tool of measurement. Because if someone comes to me and is complaining about the scale going up, I typically say, okay, it's one day. It hasn't been that way for a week, number one. Typically, I like if typically I don't dig into a I don't dig into a spike in weight or really believe a weight loss until it's been consistent for three to five days. Because that then shows me some of these things take time to catch up. So how your body's reacting to stress to a work project, or how, you know, two nights ago you got really crappy sleep, that might show up on the scale today. And so that's why you want to be tracking these things, and then you can take a 10,000 overview and go, oh, okay, I started noticing this trend that when I do X, this happens. When I do Y, this happens. And you have, you're just more empowered and you're not walking around like, I don't know, I hate the scale. It's always so mean to me. Well, you don't know why. You have to track those things. And so write down a journal. I don't care what you use. Um, my clients get the Mom Strong journal and they track it every day and I'm in there weekly looking at their tracker, giving them insights that are more than just food-based. It's not just about the food, you guys. So many people are focused on just the food. And yes, you need to eat more nutrient food, eat more veggies, eat more high quality carbohydrates, eat more proteins, things that are a balance of that. You absolutely need that in your diet in order to be healthy. Has nothing to do with the weight loss or the number on the scale. Okay. But if you are looking to lose weight and you want to say like, hey, I hate the scale because it always has this giant number on it. And I actually don't feel good either. I physically don't feel good. Then start looking at your sleep. Start looking at the foods that might inflame your system. Start looking at how you're mitigating your stress. Are you doing meditation? Are you doing deep breathing? Are you doing these super easy things to not do and super easy things to do that will impact your weight loss? And often so much we're just pounding the nutrition tracker and we're looking at what we're eating, but we're not looking around at everything else. How are you drinking? How are you talking to yourself? How are you moving? How are you sleeping? All of these things really impact your weight loss as well. So I hope that's really helpful. Um, And I do encourage, again, daily scale usage with the exception that if you do have a diagnosed eating disorder, that this potentially can trigger things with that. Um, So to obviously always talk with your doctor, but I do recommend using the scale in conjunction with other tools that you're doing and other things that you are tracking. It's not the tool, it is a tool, and it gives us great insights into how your body is reacting to the other levers that you're pulling in your life, such as sleep, hydration, movement, nutrition, all of these things. Cool. Yeah. <sighs>
So um, here's some fun ways you can work with me. First, if you are so mad at yourself that you know what to do and you're hearing this and you're like, yeah, 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 I get it. I hate the scale. I don't really want to track, but I know I should. And you just need that accountability to get to those goals. And I say just need that accountability. Like the mom strong method is for you, sis, because I give you a level of accountability as well as all the tools. And that is your customized coach. You're not sitting there saying, well, I'm doing all the things everyone else is doing and I'm not losing weight. What do I do? We dive into your issues of the day to your successes of the day. And we honor what is going on with you and your individual journey. It is so customized. And so I recommend becoming a MomStrong Method one-on-one coaching client. Everyone needs a coach to up-level. If you are frustrated by lack of results with your health, you need a coach, and I would be honored to be yours. You can email me at jennifer at craftyourlifecoaching.com, or you can reach out on social media to get more information. I would just love to get you on the phone call, talk to you, see what's going on, see what your goals are, your goals are and go from there. Um, and if you guys live in the Twin Cities, I'm looking to connect with local groups and talk about these kind of things with local women. I think a lot of women don't understand how to use the scale as a positive tool or why we really do use it in a healthy lifestyle. And so I'd love to come speak to your group about creating all in partnership with your spouse, building resiliency when life hands you left turns, and how to become mom strong. So reach out to me if you're like, hey, I have a group that has a workshop or they do weekly speakers or they do monthly speakers. I'd love to come and speak and just spread the mom strong method. Reach out, email me if you have a group conference or more that would benefit from these empowering tools and messages again find me on social or jennifer at craftyourlifecoaching.com and my love it is episode 33 and you've been hearing me talk about it for 33 episodes now join the free mom strong facebook group if you're not in there please hop over on facebook you can find me on facebook jennifer tiggis johnson t is in thomas i g g e s johnson and you'll see in the banner there a link for the free mom strong facebook group the conversation continues there so hop in if you're loving these conversations i'm having with you i'd love to talk with you more one-on-one and as always you can find me at jennifer.t.johnson on instagram if you have ideas for future topics or you're like hey that one really like made me think can you talk more about that let me know. Um, I'm also posting really great content on my Instagram and Facebook page. So make sure we're friends and you're following me there. And remember, you're mom strong. You're worthy of every dream you have. And I am here in your corner cheering you on and believing in you even before you believe in yourself. Massive, massive love to you, mama.